Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the mastery alliance podcast today we have with us very special guest this man is an individual who is moving and shaking in the great province uh, the belle province uh, de quebec he is uh, he's a good friend um he is uh, like i said a mover and shaker we have uh, a lot in common uh, and we have a lot to talk about he's also launching a podcast very soon uh, and I wanted to give him a shout out. I have a lot of respect for this man and I wanted to give him a shout out and I wanted to send uh, some of our traffic his way. Keep in mind right now, ladies and gentlemen, he only has two episodes, but he's got a lot to say. He's got a keen sense uh, of, uh, I guess, awareness would be the best way to put it. And I firmly believe that, that you guys are going to love him. So this is going to be a short introduction to my friend and soon to be your friend, Christopher J. LeBlanc. Welcome to the show, my friend. Good morning, Adam. Wow. Thank you so much, man. Um, tons of respect for that. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Is this, this is the first time that you're on this show, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We did your show. So the, the, the first episode of your show was us talking about stuff. That's right. Yeah. And, and life has gotten in the way. So I know mm -hmm. that you have, you know, you've wanted to get this podcast off the ground. I know mm -hmm. working with you, you know, the, the amount of uh, the amount of work, knowledge, and, and effort that you're putting into a lot of stuff. Um, so we're hoping to get you, you know, uh, up and running. We're hoping to get you going, you know, uh, probably weekly, if not weekly, at least twice a month. But mm -hmm. I, I believe that 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 the audience and the world, and and as 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 the people grow and as the as the information changes, people need to know certain takes and certain opinions. And you know, there's not a lot of people in Quebec who are so well spoken and creating great podcasts now. Uh, to any of you out there in Quebec creating great podcasts and who are very well spoken, I apologize if I offended you. Come on the show, feel free to <laughs> message. You know, let's let's connect, let's chat. Um, but there's a huge difference. There's a huge gap. If we're going to talk briefly about COVID, if we're going to talk about that sort of stuff, there's a huge gap in what's going on directly across the border versus how locked down Ontario really is. Um, man, what is? We'll talk quickly about a few things. But what's your take on? on what's happened what's your take on the ethos the energy of what's happened due to covid it's a huge question but the floor is yours mm -hmm. yeah no that's that's definitely a great question it's interesting how i was telling somebody just the other day how the contrast is just monumental um 
between provinces. As you mentioned, uh, you know, being in La Belle Province, um, we feel quite privileged at this at this moment. Uh, you know, they've lifted so many restrictions and um, things are starting to feel back somewhat back to normal. You know, it's um, and we were just saying earlier, it's, it's amazing how it's felt so long. But at the same time, it seems to be fading as quickly as it appeared. So it, it's amazing to see how people have been resilient. People have began asking the right questions. People have started to, um, you know, question the big picture of what's been happening. And it's uh, it's interesting how there's been different aspects. There's been different experiences, obviously, um, through all of this. And so many people have taken the time to point out the negative, but not enough people have, I think, realized that there's been plenty of good that has come from all of this as well. So it's not, uh, I would say, the most popular opinion, I guess, but uh, I truly believe there's been a silver lining in all of this. It's brought people together. It's brought, it's taught people about, you know, the importance of, of just living their lives, of, of, you know, managing their time, doing what they want to do. It's, we've, you know, these lockdowns and especially here in Quebec, these curfews, um, I never thought I would live to live through a curfew in my life, but that was an interesting experience. And it obviously made headlines across the globe uh, for that reason. But, you know, it's, it's brought people closer together in that sense. I mean, you know, when you're not literally not allowed to, you know, leave your property after 8 PM, it's, it's wild. I mean, it's, it's not something that I think many people were prepared for mentally and emotionally, but it's also important that people see the silver lining that people say, Hey, listen, this is something that happened. This is an experience that we've all gone through. Um, people have obviously come out of it much differently. And some people have not come out of it at all, unfortunately, but I think it's just interesting how it's, it's changed so many perspectives. And again, I was having a conversation with a, with a client um, earlier this week about how it's changed so much. It's changed how, for example, using money as an example, it's changed how I look at money, how I feel about money. It's changed how I spend money. And interesting, interest, it's, excuse me, interestingly enough, it's, uh, it's, it's also caused me to look at how I make money differently. And that's something that not a lot of people have taken the time to, to absorb. So it, it really is amazing that how, you know, and sometimes I tell people this, I say, hey, you know, there's so much good that come that's come out of this. And they think I'm absolutely bananas. It's funny to see the reactions, but but it's truly how I feel. I, I really feel like this was a, a monumental shift that has taken place. Um, and it feels nice that, you know, I think it's safe to say that, you know, if we look on a global scale, I mean, yeah, there's a couple of hot spots, of course, and we've seen the U.S. open right up and in some cases for months. And now it's kind of nice to see things trickling over, at least at least here in Quebec. It feels nice to, you know, see people out and about. It's nice to see people, uh, you know, packing into patios and stuff like that. It's a really nice feeling. So hopefully um, Ontario follows suit. Um, I know you guys seem to be in, in worse shape at least at the moment, but uh, I know they've announced that I believe it's this Friday that things are going to start to change from what I've been reading. So hopefully that'll be the start to that. Some of the momentum that we're experiencing here in here in Quebec uh, for you guys, because uh, I know you guys have, have got it bad for sure. You've had it bad. 
So I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, what we're experiencing here in Quebec is something that, you know, that kind of spills over to you guys as well. That would be fantastic. Uh, Chris is extremely diplomatic, ladies and gentlemen. He uh, He's kind with the numbers and with the words, and he's very meticulous with his words as he is about to launch his new speaking career on the podcast as well. Uh, I did have a quick laugh there. The, a few things that I was thinking about when you were talking about that was mm-hmm. the Quebec curfew. The one headline that made news over here was, you know, what was the rule? You can't go out after 830 unless you're like on a walking your dog or whatever. So, yeah. a couple, so a couple <laughs> went out with the, with the woman walking the man on the leash. and <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> that made news and I laughed about that. You also yeah. mentioned hotspots. Uh, I see now my audience may, you know, may or may not believe uh, the, the official narrative. I'm going to say that they don't. Uh, I believe that all the numbers are fabricated. I believe mm-hmm. that people are getting sick. Obviously, I believe mm-hmm. that I believe that, you know, there is something out there. Yeah, you know, absolutely. When, when you tie in the Fauci emails and how how much of a red herring that all, that whole mess. Yeah. Was. yeah. Um, and and you tie in, you know, you tie in uh, just how how aggressive Texas is, how how almost aggressive Florida is just based on their mentalities. And again, how aggressive Quebec is because people aren't talking about the fact that Quebec was rioting. Yeah. Quebec was absolutely rioting before Frankie mm-hmm. Tula decided to open it wide up. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things was how far can you push these people with this narrative? How far can you create this, this thing? Um, and, and the numbers, when you referred to hotspots, yes, you know, as, as is displayed, there are hotspots. Um, but that to me is just another form of, of control. It's another form of how far can we see what we can do? I mean, Ontario got extended state of emergency to December. And I just saw this morning that Quebec or BC did the same thing. So uh, again, apologize to my American friends. Uh, This is very Canadian driven uh, episode, but you're getting a piece of the world. And Mm -hmm. on another note, I was talking to a friend of mine, Tony, um, yesterday, and he's saying how Texas is so wide open that that COVID quote unquote COVID is a total thing of the past. They're not even, it doesn't even make the headlines down there. Wow. So all of our news sources and all of our information and all the stuff that we're acquiring is a lot of it is, is, is like geocentrically uh, contrived. Like it's set up for your geographical area. That's the information mm-hmm. that you're getting. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is fascinating. It's fascinating to watch this whole thing play out. You know, when you don't have a pony in the race and, and, and like what you hit on to was super important. the, idea that there is a silver lining the idea that there is a really solid piece of power to be taken mm-hmm. from this quote-unquote chaos but like you said too with regards to money how you view it how you earn it how you look at it the system that we were in was not working everybody exactly. was upset, depressed miserable so many jobs were 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 overstated obsolete you know, nobody was serving a purpose. Everybody was waking up, earning just enough money to not kill themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and get into work and, and get home and, and hope it all works. I mean, we have an opportunity right now to achieve our dreams. You've been, you've been self-employed. Let's take a moment here to, pl- to plug some of your businesses out in, sure, the, yeah. in the Quebec. You've been self-employed because you felt at a very young age that that was the path you wanted to be on. Yes. So you went ahead and opened up a tattoo parlor shop. Yeah, so uh, since 2005, actually. So, uh, so, so what it was, um, in 2005, I actually purchased the shop uh, from previous owners. And um, what ended up happening is um, pretty much uh, just wiped the, the slate clean and uh, fired everybody who was involved. <laughs> and it was crazy, man, because yeah. I, I literally stood there for, I, I'd say, probably at least, two, at least two weeks or so where we didn't even have a tattoo artist. It was wild. 
but I stuck to my guns and I said, there's no way I'm going to continue the way things were. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was like this, you know, there's this 20, what, 24 year old kid, uh, you know, that showed up and, uh, you know, fired everybody and, uh, just started from scratch and just built it up. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a hell of a ride. It's, um, you know, we've been going strong. We've had our ups and downs like anyone we've obviously made it through this, you know, made it through the COVID and, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. It's, uh, we've got a fantastic team. We have a lot of fun with it and, uh, it's just been great. And that's exactly it. I just felt at a, at an even younger age, uh, that, you know, that I wanted to kind of follow on that path and, um, and be independent in that sense and, uh, just kind of do my own thing. And I've kind of ran with it. So it's, so been, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been really good for you for sure. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and you've, you've recently, uh, before COVID took over, you recently yes. opened up another shop that was, uh, that turned out to be one of those things that humanity absolutely took for granted and now completely mm-hmm. stores. Talk a little bit about the, the barbershop. Yeah. So, so blades and bourbon. Yeah, it was, um, it was an idea that I had in the back of my mind. Um, I've, I had always had the name in mind. I never thought it would quite materialize as quickly as it did, but it was one of these uh, right place at the right time uh, scenarios. And uh, yeah. And just, uh, just before COVID hit, it was uh, opened up the doors, um, just hit the ground running. Uh, you know, we did tons of tons of hype, you know, tons of marketing before even opening. And, uh, you know, just got people super pumped about it. And, uh, so we've got, uh, so again, blades and bourbon, we've got, uh, a prohibition, a prohibition era themed shop, uh, top to bottom, uh, super cool experience. Uh, people have, have responded to it in just a phenomenal way. Uh, our first year of operation, we were actually named uh, barbershop of the year by faces magazine, uh, you know, which was. I mean, that just blew us away. I mean, we were nominated and we thought, wow, that's crazy. And, uh, you know, we pretty much celebrated even at the idea of being nominated, you know, that was to us, that was more than enough. And, uh, to actually take home, uh, you know, the award was just insane. So again, a great group of barbers, we have a ton of fun with it. Um, super involved in the community at both, at both shops, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just something that I've, that I've always wanted to do. I just, uh, you know, just kind of think outside the box and, and kind of create things, you know, at times that sometimes you would least expect. And, uh, it's just been, it's just been a blast. Honestly, man, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't be happier. I mean, we're just, uh, you know, making other people happy, you know, we're, we're making waves in the industry as they say. And uh, it's pretty cool, man. It keeps, uh, you know, keeps keeps me out of trouble as well, <laughs> for the most part, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Is is with regards to the restrictions and how everything's are yes. kind of in place with regards to the the, the tattoos and the mm-hmm. and the haircuts? Are 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 you guys still running by appointment only, or how is that? How are you guys dealing with the aftermath of of all this crap? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, what's happening now is, as far as the tattoo shop goes. Um, being in business so many years, we're blessed uh, in many ways. Uh, one of one of them being uh, that our schedule tends to be full, uh, just at all times. So, in the last few years, we've actually um, we've actually seen uh, you know the walk in crowd kind of diminish in the sense that we're just always booked solid. So, w- the position that we're in now after the lockdown. So, in total, 
um, in the last fiscal year, in the last 12 months, we've been closed for approximately six of those months. Um, you know, so we've lost half of our year. So what happens every time, every time we get locked down is we find ourselves in a position that once we're back, we have to do a ton of catching up. So we have to get people rebooked. We have to try and, you know, deal with new people trying to get tattooed and stuff. Cause we can't turn everybody away. We have to keep our clients, you know, our client list growing, obviously. So it gets a little hectic. Um, so the tattoo shop, I would say it's, you know, 99% by appointment, uh, the barbershop for the most part, I know as soon as we announced that we were reopening, uh, our online booking system almost crashed, <laughs> you know, like you said, it's a, it's something that people had taken for granted. And then all of a sudden you find out that, you know, the barbershops and the hair salons are all closed. You know, people learned quite quickly that, uh, you know, it's something that they, you know, they simply can't really do without. So, so it's interesting how that happened. And I think the first 45 minutes or the first hour that we had uh, relaunched our online booking system, I think within 45 minutes, I think we had over a hundred appointment requests. It's just insane. And everybody, so we're, everybody had showed up with that same haircut, you know, the eighties mom had pulled that attachment back up from the, <laughs> yeah. the vacuum cleaner. You remember that thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy, man. You put these clippers but, on the vacuum cleaner and you cut your hair and the world loved that shit. That's back. it. Yeah. No, you remember that thing for sure. 100%. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it's, you know, that's, and again, we talked earlier about silver lining. Well, here's, here's another one uh, with regards to both of these business models. We know for a fact that the second that we bust open those doors, we know that we're just going to be, you know, freakishly busy. So that's something that we know that it's, you know, it's guaranteed clientele, you know, guaranteed revenue. We know that people are super happy, you know, to be back in both cases. So it's nice. So that's kind of how, how we're dealing with it. You know, we've got obviously the, the restrictions in place in the sense of the mask uh, policy, you know, we've got uh, hand sanitizing, uh, sanitizing stations. We've got the, you know, the plexiglass, which I refer to as my aquarium. That's ridiculous. Uh, you know, that, that barbers, yeah. you know the, I'm assuming that barbers aren't standing behind plexiglass cutting hair, but no, not to that extent. And, no, <laughs> and, and it is weird. I mean, it is weird. Society's really done a number on us. You know, it, it, that yeah. also, when you stated that, you know, you're going to bust open the doors and it's just going to be busy noon tonight. That isn't arrogance either. That is, no. that is a combination of really good haircuts, obviously. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and the fact that the world needs it. Like, I mean, if, if, I, if I told somebody 20 years from now, you know, we lived through a time where they said no haircuts and no nail salons, like don't do anything for yourself. Like literally go home and cut your hair with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Nobody would, <laughs> yeah. nobody would, you know, the, the world would be like, Oh, what was that? Like that's because there's so many things that just in life that we just took for granted, you know, that mm-hmm. we, and the ability to do this, the ability to speak, the ability to create, you know, but, but again, you know, as we sit here, there are so many things that came from this, you know, the crypto yeah. people paid attention to crypto. People understand now that it's, it's the way of the future. And right now mm-hmm. we're in a bit of a dip with crypto, which is the best time to buy, you know? So oh, absolutely. Everything's on sale. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. So, I mean, if you're not scooping doge right now, you're, oh, you're, man. you know, and this is one of those coins where it's not like you're not making a long-term investment. And they, again, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm going to talk crypto, which I will for two seconds, this is not financial <laughs> advice. I am not giving financial advice. Do not quote this as financial advice. But if you're not mm-hmm. buying Doge, <laughs> exactly, you know, for the short term, anyhow, just get a thousand of them. It's like 400 bucks. Not even, no. Yeah. Uh, four, three, fifty, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, cheap for sure. You know, it could change your life and mm-hmm. it might not. So there's so many things. I've had these conversations with people and you've even had these conversations where it's like, yeah, you know, where it's like, you know, you can only have one or two physical jobs, but you can own 15 
vending machines and mm-hmm. they're all earning money, right? So yeah. the, the growth pattern and, and all this sort of stuff, these are the things that you're going to be talking about on your show. These are the things that you're going to really dive into. Uh, I know you're on a time, a time schedule. So this is going to be a quick, a short call. This is ladies and gentlemen, this was, this is a friend of mine and this is a guy that's going to change the world. So I wanted to give him a quick nod, a quick uh, shout out. You can even hear him in the background. There's noise on his end. He's at work right now. The tattoo shop is opening up. Things are, things are moving. Things are shaking. <laughs> Uh, Chris, if there's anything that you could say to these guys that are going to come over and follow you, and I'm going to have all of your liner notes, uh, or sorry, all of your um, your points of contact will be in the the liner notes of this show, so people will be able to click on it and follow you and and see where you're at. But excellent, thank you, Adam. If I left you with uh, with what with one thing to say to the world, because the world's listening, what would it be? I think honestly, just just have fun, just have fun with stuff. You know, there's there's ways of there's ways of, of, you know, making moves. There's, there's ways of making a difference. There's ways of, uh, you know, reaching out to people, you know, helping people with what it is they're going through, but it's important to just have fun with it. You know, it's uh, it sounds cliche, but you know, we've, we've got one life um, and just embrace it. I I'm always telling people to, you know, don't, you know, don't sweat things, but also don't, you know, don't let the small things pass you by. Um I'm often telling people to, you know, to find at least one thing per day, um, you know, that they embrace one thing per day that they value. It could be the smallest, the smallest of things. It could be, it could be a song that you love. It could be anything. It could be, you know, drinking your morning coffee and taking a walk. I'm always, always encouraging people to just, you know, to, to take time for these little things, because it's, it's very much uh, the compound effect in the sense of you do a little bit each day and it can be life-changing. And that, and that's something that I uh, not only do I pass on to others, but it's something that I truly believe in my own life. So I'm always telling people, you know, just, just have fun with it. Um, You know, don't take things too seriously. Uh, You know, just, just get your message out there, do things to on your own terms, do what makes you happy and, uh, and just love life. That's, that's it, man. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's simple. Um, but it's also something that so many people just overlook. People get caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily life. People get, you know, caught up in the, uh, the infamous rat race and, uh, it's just important to slow down once in a while, you know, take time for you. That's what I would say. I couldn't have asked for a better outro from you. my friend. <laughs> Is it, it's a hundred percent bang on bro. Like that's, that's, that's the best advice you could literally give anyone. Thank Ladies so and gentlemen, today is Wednesday, the 9th of June. This episode will more than likely air on Monday, the 14th. So if anything drastic has happened between now and then when this goes up, don't hold it against us for not talking about it on this topic, on this show right now. But judging by the noise in the background, it is time for us to go. So ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, with uh, you know, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.